What's up, guys? Thank you so much for tuning into This Week in Mediocrity. I am your mediocre host, Chris. This may actually be my shortest episode yet. I don't know if I just wasn't fucking paying attention or if there just wasn't that much, but I guess we'll find out. Without further ado, let's get into the mediocrity. First up in gaming news, uh, a new Sonic game has been announced, and it's... I mean, I don't really know what to say about that because I... (laughs) The Sonic games have, like, every Sonic game has been an actual piece of fucking flaming trash uh, since, like, Sonic Adventure. I mean, Sonic Adventure 2, technically. But I just thought you guys ought to know that there's a new Sonic game coming soon. There's no other fucking details whatsoever on it except that it's coming soon. And it's probably going to be a pile of shit. Um, I didn't play Sonic Mania. I heard great things about it. I do definitely want to check that out. I heard it was really good. So, I mean, I guess I can't really say every Sonic game has been a flaming pile of shit since the Sonic Adventure 2, but the ones that I've seen and shit like that, like, just garbage. So, I guess I'll just have to try it out myself one of these days, whenever I get the time. I know last week I talked about Apex Legends just completely purging, you know, their whole game of cheaters but it looks like they're taking that shit even further thankfully and they are banning they're like receiving permanent hardware bans (laughs) just like i said i fucking hope they would for those who aren't aware of a permanent hardware ban it's i mean basically like you you would think oh it's a free game they're gonna create another account and just do the shit over again not when you get a hardware ban (laughs) no Even if you make 17 accounts and download the game 17 times, the game's still going to know that you're a fucking cheater scum. So, good on them. I'm really glad that they're taking the initiative against cheaters. It seems like, like, as we all know, cheating cheaters ruined Modern Warfare for us back in the day. And, like, basically any Call of Duty before, like, recent ones. That's cool. It looks like more recently, they've been really cracking down on cheaters. I know Blizzard does sweeps and bans people from Overwatch all the time. Uh, Fortnite bans a bunch of cheaters. One game in particular that is having trouble with cheaters, like, consistently, is PUBG. And I don't know why they just can't get it under control, but it seems like since launch, they've had issues with cheaters. So, they need to take a look at what Apex Legends is doing and do it too. Because, I mean, Apex Legends is just, like, it's a brand new game. And they're already cracking down so hard, which is amazing. Uh, I also heard that... Uh, Apex Legends had the most successful launch of, I I believe it's a free, I I just, I read a headline somewhere, I didn't really read the article, but it did have the most successful launch month of any game. I don't know if it's period or if it's like free game or what, or whatever, but either way, congratulations to Apex Legends and their whole team. Um, This is just a Modern Warfare 4 rumor. I mean, we don't even, I mean, we don't really even know if there's going to be a Modern Warfare 4 per se. So this is just literally all speculation. I should just change this fucking podcast to This Week in Speculation because that's what all this shit normally is for fuck's sake. Anyway, reportedly, Modern Warfare 4 will not have a Battle Royale mode or zombies, which I think is, it's pretty brave because... As much as I, as much as I don't really care for the genre as much as I used to, I feel like Battle Royale's really getting fucking played out. Because I mean, I, I I never actually played the Arma Three mod that like started it all, but I did play H One Z One King of the Kill before they changed the name of it for whatever reason. That was the first one I played back in like 2016, and that was a lot of fun. And then PUBG came out, and I picked that up, and it ran like shit. And I fell off. And then Fortnite came out. I'm like, oh shit, this is cool. I can play a Battle Royale game on my Xbox. And I played that for a little while. And, that got, and then that got oversaturated with a bunch of dumb shit. 
and then there was like then there's like Last Tide, which is like you're a fucking scuba guy, you know. And there's just there's too there's way too many battle royale games now. And every and the enemy, even the team behind Paladins, which is basically an Overwatch clone, shit very poorly done by the way, came out with their own called Realm Royale. And I played that for like ten hours on Steam. I don't even know why I played it for so long, but it just wasn't satisfying and i do have to say after all these years of playing battle royale games that apex legends is like numero uno in my book and for people who 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 just people who say that it's garbage or it's bad they're obviously just delusional about it and i guess i mean it's all it's all an opinion which i mean basically when it all boils down to everything is a fucking opinion but i value my opinion over yours so (laughs) You can fuck right off, basically. So I'm really glad that they're not going to have a BR mode. I mean, like I said, this is all speculation at this point. And Zombies, I mean, Zombies hasn't been good since, what, Black Ops 2, in my opinion? So if they really want to have that classic Modern Warfare feel, it won't have Zombies or Battle Royale because none of the other games had those either. If they want to, if, if they're going to make Modern Warfare 4, they need to make it right, and this is how they're going to do it. Uh, this could either be bad news or good news for Switch owners, <laughs> depending. Cuphead is coming to the Switch, and if you owned it on Xbox, then you know it is an incredibly difficult game to play. One of my friends messaged me, he's like, dude, Cuphead's coming to Switch, and he was like, I cannot imagine having it on Switch because how fucking hard it is. Like, just imagine sitting there, playing it on your Switch, handheld and you get so mad that you just whip your fucking console or just snap it over your fucking leg (laughs) like I could see myself doing that I have an issue I I try I really try to not let games get to me but everybody has their breaking point dude like I have literally obliterated controllers in the past just most recently over the summer I forget what game it was because how fucking trivial it was. Uh, I had I just had like a little cheap wired Xbox One controller that, that I could just plug in really quick if my batteries died in my controller. And it was like a $15 one from fucking GameStop or something. I raged so hard that I stood up and I threw it on the floor as hard as I could. And I have like a tile floor. And this fucking controller exploded. And li- <laughs> it literally went fucking everywhere. Everywhere. And I just, I I was rearranging my room like three months ago, and I found like an R button, or an RB button, (laughs) in like a desolate corner of my fucking room, where this, where it ended up, because when I threw it, it was like a fucking A-bomb went off. I can't even, I mean, I've I've broken, it's a plural mice, I've, I've broken a gaming mouse or two, just picking it up and slamming it the fuck on my desk because I'm getting so mad. <laughs> I've broken one mechanical keyboard just punching the shit out of it. I have I don't have anger issues normally, but when it comes to video games, I just oh man, I sometimes I can't control myself and it's scary. <laughs> I probably shouldn't be admitting this, but whatever, fuck it. You guys are my friends. You won't judge me, right? As a matter of fact, I can actually recall a time where I broke an Xbox 360 controller into a, into a million pieces too, and I'll tell you what exactly, I'll tell you exactly what game it was and what was going on, because I'll never forget this. This is the first controller I ever broke into pieces. It was the first Saints Row, and you had to chase some fucking dickhead on the freeway, and he was driving like some kind of 18-wheeler or some shit. I don't, I don't really remember the mission exactly, but I could not, I couldn't, I couldn't fucking do it, dude. I couldn't do it, and... I literally had just bought my 360 with some graduation money, and I threw my controller at my basement floor, which was cement, and that motherfucker exploded even harder than the <laughs> the other controller did. Oh, fuck. I remember I was actually moving from that house like eight years ago, and we were moving stuff out of the basement, and I found a B button and an X button <laughs> and shit, because it just exploded everywhere. 
and who knows where the fucking pieces all the pieces ended up i was so fucking mad uh and one more broken controller story which i'm not i mean i'm pretty proud of this one because i was like damn i'm pretty strong let's go it was actually i was, I was playing in uh, call of duty 4 or maybe maybe it was modern warfare 2 on ps3 and i just fucking raged dude and i held the controller in one hand and i fucking punched it i punched it as hard as i could multiple times with my other hand and i broke the controller <laughs> and I lied and said I stepped on it later on. I was like, oh shit, I I fell asleep on the couch and I woke up and I stepped on this controller and it just exploded. But really, I fucking just beat the shit out of it because I was so fucking mad. <laughs> oh god, what a tangent to go off on, huh? Just letting everybody know my anger issues when it comes to games. Fuck my life, dude. Anyway, so that's either good news or bad news, because you could be playing Cuphead and having a good time, which you won't be having a good time, and the next thing you know, you're pissed and you snap your fucking Switch into two pieces, like a Pop-Tart. So, good luck if you pick that one up. So I got sent a link about Disney reviving Lucasfilm games, and I did a little more research. I mean, I, I, I saw the article myself, and then a couple people sent it to me, and I was like, oh wow, this is fucking incredible, because EA, obviously, is fucking just a garbage can and they can't do shit with Star Wars games. There was an update to the original article that was sent to me, and I will read that to you right now. Lucasfilm Games has provided some clarification in regards to its role at Disney in relationship with third-party publishers and developers. It was actually brought back around the time as LucasArts closed its doors several years ago, specifically to work with studios and the Star Wars brand not to develop games internally. Disney and Lucasfilm Games are still committed to its partnership with developers and publishers like EA, a representative said, and there are no plans to change this. The recent job listings, as noted in the original story, are all focused on supporting live and upcoming Star Wars games. While the Disney careers listings are all publisher side jobs, it looks like Lucasfilm Games has also been looking for designers as far back as 2017. Disney was advertising for a technical artist, engineering manager, producer, community manager, and a lead game designer on LinkedIn. So, I mean, there, there's a screen cap here suggesting that new games, at least back then, were being considered. So, unfortunately, if you had seen news about Lucasfilm Games being revived by Disney and you got really excited like I did, don't hold your breath because it's... It's not. They're still sticking with EA, unfortunately. I don't know why the fuck they are. Oh, God. I hate telling. I hate I hate saying bad news. I hate giving you guys bad news. I'm really sorry. But this, unfortunately, is a little bit of bad news. But remember, remember, we still have Respawn. The guys behind Titanfall and Apex Legends coming out with, a, like, some kind of Jedi, Jedi Academy game type game. So I guess we have that to look forward to. I mean, other than that, don't hold your breath on anything EA does with Star Wars. Granted, EA owns Respawn, but still... Who knows? Last week I talked about Konami filing for the Castlevania Anniversary Collection patent. Or not patent, I'm sorry. Um, trademark. And boom, they're announced this week. We're going to get Anniversary Collection of Arcade Classics, Castlevania Anniversary Collection, and Contra Anniversary Collection on Switch, PS4, Xbox One, and Steam. Early summer 2019, so I'm assuming it's going to be like June, July, possibly. I will 100% be picking up the Castlevania collection. Um, under the Castlevania Anniversary Collection, you click it and there's a game list. Under the games list, we have Castlevania and Castlevania 3 Dracula's Curse from NES, Castlevania 2 Belmont's Revenge from Game Boy, and Super Castlevania Motherfucking 4 for Super, from Super Nintendo. And there are still four more little sections for games that say coming soon, so I'm assuming that they're going to be announcing those pretty either pretty soon or just before its release. Um, this is... This is great. This is exactly what I wanted, and 
Wow, I'm so fucking stoked on this, dude. I mean, I respect Contra for what it did for the for video game culture, but fuck Contra compared to Castlevania. Castlevania is the fucking goat of Konami. Sorry, Metal Gear fans. I mean, I'm thankful that they're coming out with this collection, but it's kind of sad that they gotta kind of have to revert to this because Konami has gone straight down the toilet since Hideo Kojima left, and if you didn't know who Kojima is, shame on you, A, and B, he is the creator of Metal Gear Solid. And he was the one that was going to work on Silent Hills with Guillermo del Toro and what's that fuckhead's name from The Walking Dead? Norman Reedus. Everybody played that fucking uh, the playable teaser and the shit scared the fuck out of literally everybody. <laughs> and then he loved Konami and it got pulled. And then he started working on some weird ass fucking baby transport game. Uh, that game looks fucking weird. Death Stranding? I don't know what's going on with that shit. But anyway, those anniversary collections were announced. Summer 2019. Get stoked on that Castlevania anniversary collection, boy. I cannot fucking wait for that. So at GDC, um, Google announced its console, the Stadia. Everybody here was speculated they were coming out with one, and boom, there it is. And this thing looks crazy. They're calling it the Netflix of video games or some shit. That's what people looked up. That's what all the journalists are dumbing it as, which normally journalists who work in the video game industry have no fucking idea what they're talking about, so I'm, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take that with a grain of salt. I mean, I watched the presentation, and it was pretty impressive, but a lot of that shit can be fucking faked, you know, because, I mean, there was a controversy a long time ago. Someone had snapped a picture of, at E3, there was an Xbox One kiosk, and there was some monitors, you know, with demos of Xbox One games, <laughs> and underneath the monitors were PCs, like they were running it off of a PC, which is obviously stronger than the original Xbox One, so that was kind of controversial, so who knows? I'm not really sure where this is going to go, but let me just, let me break it down to you real quick. This guy, first of all, he booted up Assassin's Creed Odyssey, which is the newest Assassin's Creed game. Looks beautiful, right? If you're running it like as at max on PC, it looks gorgeous. Looks great on Xbox One X, PS4 Pro as well. He picked it up on his phone and he was playing it and it looked nuts like on his phone i couldn't believe it then he pauses it picks up a tablet and continues the same game on his tablet and it looks just as good pauses it again goes over to a laptop continues the game looks just as good right and then he goes to a desktop and plays the same exact game again this is all the same game he's he's literally pausing and then unpausing it and it's the same game without without question like same same game file or whatever same save file what was interesting to me was how good the graphics looked on everything they looked exactly the same on everything and what he said was they purposely went out and they bought a pc with very low specs to show you that the graphics and the frames come from the subscription service and not from your hardware that you have, which is, that's fucking insane. Like, could you imagine, like, like how, how much, it's, I mean, it's, it's a streaming service just like I thought it was going to be, but this is insane. The, the amount that you're going to have to stream for this is going to be nuts. People were asking, you know, what kind of, you know, internet would you recommend? Uh, they, I guess they worked the framework of 25 megabits per second for a 1080p, 60 frames, you know, 60 FPS streaming. I guess they only use 20 megabits per second. Uh, and I guess improving algorithms mean that the company plans to launch with a target of 4K, 60 FPS in about 30 megabits per second. Google has dodged the issue of what this will mean in terms of overall usage. Uh, as well as like data caps, arguing that ISP provide you know ISPs will uh, increase caps to accommodate consumers' behavior, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. I guess the lowest resolution Stadia will be is 720p, which is still impressive. We're not going to see anything else more on the Stadia until E3, which I mean that's going to be weird to see Google there, man. That's fucking weird, dude. That is weird. They had they didn't announce any kind of pricing. 
uh they, i mean they, they showed off the controller the controller looked pretty cool looked pretty user friendly it just looks like your standard you know like maybe i mean the, the most the thing i could compare it to most is an xbox one controller i guess they haven't talked about any kind of pricing they're just they're having lots of conversations i guess with publishers and other partners but they are you know on one hand uh, they may go the conservative route and price its service much like a traditional steam like online retailer or it could shoot for the moon with like a netflix like monthly subscription fee which would tally with its youtube tv strategy so but there is a downside is it could be extremely costly and might not be welcomed by games companies it's also pretty unclear how such a model would work in terms of revenue splits so i mean who fucking knows what's going to happen all we saw was some crazy ass gameplay I'm like borderline speechless as to how this guy was just seamlessly playing this game on all these devices and it was just streaming or so we're told that it was streaming. I mean, it all could have been set up. Who knows? I mean, I'm, I'm like I said, you, you have to be skeptical of these things or else you just get let down, especially when it comes to all co- these game conferences. And I guess the guy, he made it pretty clear that it's not a console launch and I've been calling it a console, but he, and he said, and I quote, this new generation of gaming is not a box. So I mean, shots fired. They, they made a uh, comparison between Stadia and its current gen competitors, pointing to a GPU power of 10 teraflops compared to the PS4 Pro's 4.2 teraflops and the Xbox One X's six teraflops so that is substantially more powerful than the other consoles now like i said and like this person said too it's like how much is a subscription going to cost is it going to use a shitload of uh you know data on your isp plan you know is there going to be a data cap are there going to be different plans for data? I mean, it, this they, there's there they didn't give us any of this information yet. I mean, right now, I mean, it's it's a cool concept. I'm just really worried that it there's going to be like a niche of people who can just afford you know unlimited data. I've gone over my internet data a couple times, and I've been charged a couple times because I don't watch cable, and I you know I have a full house, and everybody streams everything. There's a Chromecast or a Fire Stick in like every room in my house, and I, people are on fucking on their phones on Wi-Fi. People come over, and, you know, they watch YouTube, they go on Snapchat, they watch shit on Instagram, they watch shit on Facebook. That's all data that they're using. But you know, my my internet data, I don't give a fuck that people are doing it. But it's just the fact that how much data is this going to use, you know, and how much am I going to be charged for? That that's that's a really big selling point for me. I need to know this and they're not telling us i guess we'll have to wait for more news and i guess we'll have to wait till e3 with you know it's crazy that there's not a console but there's like i said there's a controller um they didn't they don't have a special name for the controller or anything what's nuts to me about the controller is that it, it connects to the cloud via wi-fi there's like a button that you press to connect to the cloud and stream the gameplay if you if you have a standard if you have like an existing usb controller it'll it'll work it'll work as well they did say that your gmail account is going to be your login for your stadia so that's really cool and that's actually pretty awesome because if you're at you know your buddy's house and he's like hey yo let's play this game on stadia and you're like oh yeah sick hell yeah and i mean i mean you can just all you gotta have is your controller with you and you just log into your stadia with your gmail on you know on your friend's wi-fi and boom you're there i mean even if you're on your phone or your tablet or your laptop or if your friend has another computer to play with and you know it's crazy it's all going to be on one essentially one platform because you could be in the room with somebody who has a tablet a phone a laptop pc probably even a smart tv and you guys could all play together because it's all on the cloud. And that is that is a fucking amazing concept. I'm just, I'm very weary of the pricing because they haven't announced it. And there's only one reason why they haven't announced it is because they probably think it won't be received well. So they're probably trying to figure out like a decent price 
for all this shit, but I don't want to say I'm like excited or stoked or anything, but I definitely don't want to hop on a hype train either. But this just this all just seems so amazing. And I'm I'm I guess I, I guess you could say I am excited to see how this all unfolds. So we won't see anything more until E3, which is in about three months, and you already know I'm gonna be covering that. I might actually cover that every other day, depending. I don't know, because because I feel like an E3 episode would be like two hours long. One thing Phil Spencer from Xbox did say, somebody when I was like, yo, Phil, what do you think about Stadia and blah, blah, blah. They're claiming this, they're claiming that. And all he had to say back was, just wait until E3. Maybe Xbox is coming out with something similar. There are rumors going around that they're going to release a streaming box that's discless for a cheaper price. There is that. So, I mean, who knows? We are going to have to wait till E3. News and entertainment. Dragon Ball Super is coming back, motherfuckers. July 2019. Uh, There's no official word from Toei Animation yet. And more info will be coming in a few weeks. But uh, it's, it's pretty much... It's pretty much confirmed by now. I guess Yanku Productions uh, also had a fans reiterating details about the project. The insider said he can say Dragon Ball Super will be coming back and then its return has been in the works for some time now, which we all knew was going to happen after Tournament of Power ended last March. We knew that they were going to take a decent hiatus, but we didn't know it was going to be this fucking long. Holy shit, it'll be a year and a half by then. But still, I'm glad it's coming back. Nahiro Shintani is still the character designer, and I guess it's been in production since last year, and they're working on key animation currently, which means it's coming soon. And I really hope that they adapt the Prison Planet arc that's happening right now in the manga, because the new villain, Moro, is absolutely insane, beating the fucking brakes off Goku and Vegeta, and it is getting intense. And I just have to thank the Dragon Ball Super Broly movie for making this possible because they made a metric fuck ton of money off of that movie and I know it all went into this so if you went and saw Broly hell yeah good on you I went and saw it twice so I mean good on me too after the Disney and Fox merger Deadpool is the only X-Men franchise that is going to be continuing which means they're not going to have the first class characters I'm sure they'll have those characters eventually but they're not going to have those actors anymore Hopefully they sign on a couple of them, because a couple of them were okay. But the guy who played Beast was pretty awesome from uh, the new X-Men movies. Fucking plop from The Office. Hell yeah, shout out. I mean, it's cool that, I mean, obviously Deadpool is the fan favorite because he makes the most money, and it's Ryan fucking Reynolds who every guy wants to be and every, every woman wants to be with and some guys want to be with. He's just the most, he's like one of the most likable people on the fucking planet. He's amazing. And he literally is Deadpool. He's the embodiment of Deadpool. So, I mean, it makes sense that he's the only one that's going to continue the only franchise from the X-Men after the merger. Hopefully we see some kind of post credit scene in Endgame or possibly Spider-Man that introduces the X-Men, hopefully. I mean, I doubt it's going to come that soon, but there's no, I feel like there's no way they, they were like really pushing for this merger to be complete before Endgame came out. So that they got to be, they got to be planning something, right? I I just, that's just how I feel. Speaking of Endgame, we have confirmation that they have some fake footage in the trailer. And I'm, and it's not surprising because I don't know if anybody remembers, I'm sure everybody does because it was epic when we first saw it, but in the Infinity War trailer, you see a whole group of the Avengers running towards those space dogs, right? And you see the Hulk running in the back. We'd never got that shot in the movie. Even if, even with Banner being in the Hulkbuster armor, we never got that shot. So they've done it before. And in a recent interview with Empire, uh, uh, Joe Russo of the Russo brothers who 
does the movie, he justified their choice to use misleading clips as a means of maintaining the element of surprise, which I can completely, I completely understand why. Because as soon as a trailer comes out, even if it's 15 seconds, there's like 300,000 videos on YouTube dissecting every fucking second of it coming out with insane theories and these insane theories get picked up by every outlet and they get shared to fucking high hell and sometimes these theories are correct and the movie ends up being kind of ruined for people so I'm, I'm actually glad that they put fake shit in trailers now the question is what part of the endgame trailer is faked like that's the question that's the big question now quote from joe russo here we talked about all scales of marketing the thing that's important to us is that we preserve the surprise of the narrative. When I was a kid and saw The Empire Strikes Back at 11 a.m. and the day it opened, it so profoundly moved me because I didn't know a damn thing about the story I was going to watch. We're trying to replicate that experience. We look at the trailer as a very different experience than the movie, and I think audiences are so predictive now that you have to be very smart about how you craft a trailer because an audience can watch a trailer and basically tell you what's going to happen in the film. We consume too much content, so at our disposal are lots of different shots that aren't in the movie that we can manipulate through CG to tell a story that we want to tell specifically for that purpose of the trailer and not for the film. So, if you haven't heard it yet, you heard it here first. Some of the Endgame trailers got fake footage in them, and it's to keep us surprised, and I can really appreciate that. But now, I'm just like up all night thinking, what's fake? What's real? What's not real? What's, what, what the fuck is life right now? But still... I think it's a cool concept, and I'm really glad they're doing it. A lot of people are like, oh, why would they do that to us? Fucking wah, wah, wah. It's like, well, obviously you don't like being surprised. So, I mean, do you want them, like, people, <laughs> I don't get it. People are like, they complain if they put too much in the trailers, and then they complain if they put fake shit in the trailers, so you don't think about what's in the actual movie. People are literally never fucking happy, for fuck's sake. So I want to give a special shout out to the Russos and Kevin Feige for doing that because that's excellent because I love being surprised. Speaking of Kevin Feige, he was quoted this week saying that the first three phases of the MCU films are now called the Infinity Saga, which is very fitting and I like it very much. I think it's awesome. It makes a lot of sense, even though we didn't see our first Infinity Stone until... I mean, technically, our first Infinity Stone until Captain America, because it was in, in Tesseract, spoiler alert. But still, that's fucking sick. The Infinity Saga? That, that means it's the, it's the biggest saga in film history, right? I mean, there's how many fucking movies? Jesus Christ. Also, real quick, there is some... A fucking ad going around saying oh get a thousand dollars to watch the you know all of the movies or blah 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 it's that's not how it works listen you gotta fucking stake your claim and say you know talk to this website and be like yo i deserve to do this because xyz and abc it's not like you can just sign up and get a thousand bucks to marathon the movies and there's a lot of stipulations like you have to fucking live tweet the movies and with each tweet you have to tag the fucking place that's off that that you're doing it for it's just a bunch of dumb shit and don't fall into the shit i was like oh fuck i dude i can do that are you shitting me hell yeah let's go and then i saw it i'm like what the fuck man this all this place wants is the recognition for being the one that paid somebody a thousand dollars to marathon the movies like fuck off with that and don't buy into it today misha collins jared padalecki and jensen ackles posted a farewell video and for those of you who don't know who those actors are, that is Castiel, 
Dean and Sam from Supernatural, which is one of my favorite shows of all time. Uh, after the, I guess the 15th season will be its final season. And I know all good things must come to an end. And 15 seasons is a fucking lot. And they really kept up on it. And it's been a really good show. I mean, there's filler episodes like any show. But they've just been consistently putting out very entertaining and very story-driven seasons. And it's been it's been quite a fucking ride. It does suck that it's going to be over, but... It's also it's it's also needed, and it's really weird that CW's cancel. I don't, I don't know if it's canceled. I don't want to I don't want to speak on you know anybody's behalf and say that it's canceled, but it's just coming to an end, just like Arrow. And what really what really uh, is on my mind is why is CW getting rid of Arrow and Supernatural in the same year? That is insane to me. Like that's the, those two shows are the reason why CW is even fucking anything. Like I understand there's The Flash and Legends of Tomorrow and Supergirl and all that shit, but if it wasn't for Arrow and Supernatural especially, CW wouldn't have any other fucking shows at all. No shows. So it makes you wonder, are they going to have like some kind of rebrand or are they just fucking dumb and getting rid of two of their most popular shows? I don't understand what's going on there. And I'll cover it as, you know, it unfolds. But farewell is supernatural. It's been a motherfucking ride. Carry on, my wayward sons. Love you. Um, I only have one thing for social media news this week. Uh, Adam Grand Meisen, I don't know if anybody knows who that is by that name, but his name is Adam22, and he's a huge, huge influencer in the hip-hop community and the culture, and mainly SoundCloud rappers, I guess you could say. He kind of puts a lot of people on. Very well-liked, very good dude, cool, chill guy. Uh, he was having a live stream slash podcast this week and some of you may not know that his studio is in the back of his shop that he has in cali he has like a shop where he sells merch and i think uh, i think it was a bike shop at first and now it's like just a bike shop and like merch and all kinds of shit you can buy there uh he does his podcast in the back room of that store somebody walked back there with a fucking gun and pointed it in his face and was like yo give me all your shit bro like on live stream and adam just like he put his hand and his leg up and was like yo what the fuck and he thought i think he thought it was a prank because he either thought it was a prank or he just didn't know what to do so he laughed it was like a real nervous laugh and he's dude like he grabbed adam by his shirt dropped him onto the ground and was like pointing a gun at him and then i don't know why this guy would do this because adam's constantly surrounded by an entourage so this dude got his fucking ass beat which is hilarious cops were called and shit he got arrested and it was all on camera and the first thing adam says when he gets back to his mic to tell the live stream that they're gonna cut for a minute was why didn't he shoot? <laughs> That's the first thing he fucking said, dude. What a what a good sport. What a good dude. I'm just glad that we didn't see an influencer like Adam just get straight murdered on live stream because that would have been really shitty to see. So I'm glad he's okay, and I'm glad the gunman got his fucking ass beat. Big ups to my boy Adam22. No jumper. That's going to do it for today's episode, guys. I hope you enjoyed it. I know it was kind of short, but like I said, there wasn't a lot going on. So, I mean, what did you like most about today's episode? I think the... Google Stadia was a great talking point, and I want to see that unfold. I'm really excited to see how it goes, and very curious to see how it goes. Are you glad that the Russos put fake footage in Avengers Endgame trailers? Uh, Are you glad that Deadpool is the only X-Men franchise continuing after the Disney-Fox merger? Uh, I mean, these are things I gotta know from you guys. You guys gotta let me know. You gotta tell me how you feel about these things. Because I told you, so it's only fair that you tell me. Where can you tell me? Oh, let me tell you where you can tell me. Facebook.com slash This Week in Mediocrity. Twitter and Instagram at TWIM Podcast. 
shoot me a fucking email let me know how how i'm doing how things are going this week in mediocrity at gmail.com or you can leave a review and rate on itunes because that really helps me out that is like the number one thing i need you guys to do because that really 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 helps me out i actually just started a discord server where we can share memes stories talk about a bunch of shit and even play some video games guys we've been playing apex legends and overwatch a lot and it's a lot of fucking fun it's hilarious just sitting in there talking to people and swapping stories and fucking sharing memes and shit and it's a lot of fun and i think it's a really good place to just be yourself and just i don't know be mediocre i guess right and as always if you want to be included in the outro of the show send me a voice clip to any of those social media accounts or my email and i'll just throw you in i still have yet to make another outro it's been the same for like weeks and weeks i really gotta get on it i just don't have time fuck i'm sorry (sighs) so until next week shut your mouth get fucked and stay mediocre. Thank you for tuning into. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for tuning into. 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 Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for tuning into. This week in mediocrity. This week in mediocrity. This week in mediocrity. This week in mediocrity. This week in mediocrity.